0: Learn how to build your faith in God's word and live a life of hundred percent victory, hundred percent of the time, as you listen to the senior pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Kunkwa, and expect God's word to work for you. Definitely change your life. Um, God asked me to teach this because of the spirit of. Uh, despair that a lot of people are facing um, tough times, tough situations, um, economic and um, other issues. Um, This wasn't what I was planning to teach this month at all, but God kind of nudged me to do this. I believe it's somebody's word. I think somebody needs this word. Hallelujah. So this, this is a series not to miss the big four, four things that will radically change your life. So let's start from Psalm 37. This scripture, this chapter is actually God's word to this country right now. And it's God's word to you as a citizen of this country. Psalm 37. It says, from, I'm reading from verse 1. It says, fret not thyself because of what? Evil doers. Neither be thou what? envious against the what? Workers of iniquity. We are at a time in our nation where because of the poverty and the, and the economic hardship and all that, that is going on, um, we are, there are a lot of people now envying evildoers. A lot of people are now admiring people doing the wrong things. I'm ashamed and embarrassed that I belong to a country where we're even discussing if stealing is good or not. It's a discussion. Never seen such thing before. Never been part of such things before where, where human beings are discussing whether it's okay to steal or not. And that's the country we find ourselves today, sir. There's a debate. Hot one. Whether 419 is justifiable or not. I'm embarrassed, sir. I'm embarrassed to, to, to belong to this country at such a time when that is a discussion. It's poverty. It's poverty and lack of order that can make that to happen. We are discussing it. Is it right? And and unfortunately, and some of you are even guilty of this, unfortunately, we praise people that are glaring fraudsters today of Instagram and social media. So somebody that you clearly know that his source of income is suspect or known, undefinable, and he has expensive things. And there are people here that like such posts, praise such people, greet them. Let me tell you the dangers of that. It will put pressure on people doing the legitimate things to believe that stealing is the right way. And I know to the layman, to the, to the ordinary man, to the, to the person that is, that is um, um, devoid of, of vision... There's nothing wrong with that. They are, these people are hustling. You know, things are tough. They are just surviving. It's an argument. But you need to understand, guys, all stealing is stealing. All stealing is what? Stealing. So, if you are here and you, you think it's okay to do 419, what of the guy that cannot press computer? He has to steal too. And he mistakenly runs into a shotgun. That's his own computer. He will rob people. He will rob people. So what of the guy that you mistakenly runs into a uniform that has the Nigerian police force written on it? And he too has a gun. So he will rob the robbers too. What of the guy that you give a white cap that is called the Judge. Because he too has an economic crisis. So he too will rob the robber that robbed the rubby. <laughs> you know how we do in church? Man, it's a disgraceful thing that we are discussing it as a nation. And my curse to everyone supporting 419 people may their generations also be robbed. Because it's somebody that they rob that you are supporting. They will rob you too. And you better be happy about it. May their generations be duped. Since duping is okay. uh There's nothing wrong in duping. Why are you angry? It's the same thing you are wishing for others. We are wishing for you. May your mother's pension. That she laboured for all her life. May somebody to dupe her. See, these causes you can dodge it by having sense. It's not, don't be afraid. If you have sense, you shift. It's not you they're talking to. But if you have joined the camp of people stealing and depriving other people of their own hard-earned money, may your own hard-earned money too be taken from you. Simple. It's not a, I'm just wishing you what you're wishing others. So other people are good to suffer. Those of you in international business, by now you're already feeling the impact of Nigeria's reputation. There are some websites you can't even access if your IP is showing Nigeria. There are some people that, won't, I mean, there are many times we've sent emails to people for business, they won't answer. We get somebody in America to email them, they answer. So they read, they, they saw it, they just laugh, Nigeria. So when people are even discussing such and celebrating such, celebrating people that are still. And the excuses is that these people captured the slave trade. They captured us in slave trade. We are recovering the money. Recovery committee. All this is verse 1. Because of evildoers. Don't fret yourself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Because these people that are getting money by fraud, they are making the people working hard legitimately. Frustrated because he feels, why am I doing it right? The ladies that are doing um, part-time prostitution are putting pressure on the ladies that are keeping themselves and working hard. They say, why am I doing it? Why am I working hard when I can go and sleep around? And you know, to the, to the guy that lacks vision, you think the discussion is just about us today. It's about generations after now. So listen, those of you that are influencers, you can't keep quiet. Though. I know to you, you think it doesn't matter, except you're not planning to marry and have children. If you're planning to have that you will live here. You are being ignorant by keeping quiet. You are dodging the bullet, but your children are on the other side. They will live in a world where they will either have to choose between doing 419 or running away. Young ladies today are pressured to sleep around for money. Some of you don't want to know how much some of these ladies get paid for sex. If some of you know it, you you will not even go to university. You will quit your job. Because what your one month of being stuck in lucky traffic for 30 days brings, these girls get it in 30 minutes. It looks okay to the normal person, but you need to know we are destroying a generation by funding and supporting such things. Somebody gets in this. Hmm. Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Say, ah, but other people are stealing. Government is stealing. And that's the reason why we should support every stealing. Then we should support the armed robbers. Let's support the armed robbers. Can we support the armed robbers? Or is the guy typing better than the? How is he better than the arm robber? How is the guy typing better than the arm robber? If it's such a great job, why not go to the embassy when they ask you what do you do for a living? I'm a fraudster. Why not go to anywhere and they ask you what do you do? Why not go to your parents' teacher association of your children, sir? And they say, You're a doctor, lawyer, you, phone, I'm the thief. I steal from these people. I'm ashamed that my country is discussing it. I'm ashamed that I belong to a country that is discussing stealing. We are discussing it. What are we going to discuss next now? Ritual. Because you people don't realize that Satan, oh God, Satan is not a joker. He is, if you give him one step, he takes two. Where, you, where he is, he's never where he's planning to go. After you battle for one night, what next? Because a lot of those for one guys do ritual. They call it Yahoo Plus. Jokers. Jokers as a nation. Yahoo Plus! So they do Yahoo Plus. So by the time they tell you, see, you do. Greed. greed has a strategy. Greed has a strategy. You will never be satisfied. Oh, so you start Yahoo, it's slowing down, you add Yahoo Plus. You first start using underwear to support it. After you will not use the person, the underwear, to support it. Think Satan is a joker. It's when they... Capture your own child for ritual. And you will know that greed is bad. Can you support for one night? Human being living. to take picture of these people and put them in a museum. That there was once a mad person in our country. Because they will move from Yahoo to Yahoo Plus. They will capture children, sir. For ritual. Just for this money, for money. And you ask them, what are you doing with this money, sir? What will you do with it? I will eat it. And drink champagne. You build industry. Ah. Some of you, you know some of them online and you like their pictures, you support them. You are a part of this problem, sir. I pity your children, not you, your children. Who will we teach your children, sir? Why? Why would I go to be a teacher? How much teachers earn? If I can do for one night, why would I be a teacher, sir? Never seen such joke in my lifetime. Who will be a doctor? If I can do, for, how much doctors earn? <laughs> you are saying, end, You can't give people gun and pay them what you pay those guys. Oh, they will shoot people. Okay. Where are we, Jerry? Everybody's angry. We'll fight us. Don't worry. So, verse 2, Jerry. So, they said, verse 1, I said, don't envy these guys that do evil do us. Verse 2, first, it says, For they shall soon be what? Put down like the grass, and with us the green herb. Verse 3 says, do what? Trust in the Lord, and do good. So shall thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shall be fed. Very important. Said trust in the Lord. I'm reading verse 3 again. Trust in the Lord. Do good. So shall thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Listen, Nigeria, you can see, notice they say, Dwell in the land. Dwell in that. There's so much despair in the atmosphere. The average person wants to run away from Nigeria. Every person wants to run away from Nigeria. I'm not saying whether I you go or should not go. That's really your prerogative. But every person was around for Nigeria. There's so much despair, so much frustration, so much stagnation. And God says, "Dwell in the land." He says, "You will be fed." You need to understand. God can be dealing with Nigeria as a nation over one thing, but He still owes you to keep His promise to you as an individual. And this is the message I'm bringing to you today. You need to understand there's a difference between the economic situation of Nigeria and your own agreement or covenant with God. Don't mix the two up. God, in His own nature and in His infinite wisdom, He has what He's doing part time in different communities or countries. God can be walking a walk in Nigeria. Um, The economy might seem tough and all that. That's fine. But that does not in any way affect his agreement or his covenant with you as a person. So he says, dwell in the land. Um, Everything might be going on. He said, but you shall be fed. One version says, you shall be satisfied. I'm going to take care of you as an individual. I have a covenant with you. And I'm going to keep that agreement with you. The problem with many of you is that you are joining yourself to Nigeria's own destiny. What do I mean? God can be... See, Nigeria has its own path in God. What God wants to achieve in the country as a whole is also very different from what God wants to do in your life as a person. Don't mix the two. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. In those days in Egypt, the children of Israel were living in Egypt. And God wanted to go around and kill all firstborns. That's the, that was the national agenda from heaven. And God told the children of Israel, "Say you put blood marks in your doorstep. That when that angel going around killing people, passing, when he sees the blood, he will pass over you. That means you are in the place, but you are not experiencing what they are all experiencing. Somebody getting what I'm saying? So it has always been so that God could be doing something in Nigeria. Look, Plain and simple, we all know economically and every way Nigeria looks tough right now. That is the fact. But that doesn't have to be your truth. You can clap if you want to clap. We don't have to be with, uh, stingy with clap. That doesn't have to be your truth, guys. God has an agreement and a covenant with you as a person, as an individual. And he is too big not to keep his word. He said, you shall be fed. There was, the Bible said, look at your father Abraham, how I called him alone and blessed him. So, in the days of Abraham, there was a famine, but God said, I called him alone and blessed him. There was famine. Hallelujah. Look at it here. Zephyr 1 verse 2. He said, look unto Abraham your father, and unto Sarah that bear you. For I called him, what? Alone. And did what? Blessed him. And did what? Increased him. There was famine in the country at that time. Everybody was getting poorer. But God singled him out. There's someone that is sound of my voice. God is singling you out in the name of Jesus. He will single you out in your family and bless you. He will single you out in your neighborhood and bless you. He will single you out in your office and bless you. He will single you out in your industry and bless you. Because you are rooted to the covenant of Abraham. In case you don't know. You are a child of Abraham. Father, that, said there. You are a child of Abraham. He so said, I called him alone. The national agenda was poverty. The national agenda was famine. The national agenda was, was um, economic hardship. He said, but I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. See Genesis 26. So Abraham's time, there was famine. Genesis 26, Isaac's time, there was famine again. See, and there was famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the day. See, the Bible spelled it out clearly so that you mix it up. So there were different agenda. Abraham had his own famine. He prospered. This one was a different one from Abraham's own. It was in Isaac's time. There was another famine. He says and Isaac wanted to run away into Canada. verse Next verse. He said and the Lord appeared unto him and said go not down into Egypt. Do what? Dwell in the land I will tell you of. Go to, 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 to where, he, where he's talking talk to him. He said, and I will, go to the next verse now. He said, and I will bless you. He said, dwell in the land, and I will bless you here. Look at this. Say, sojourn in this land. I mean, stay in this land, and I will bless you. And I will, uh, 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 so I will be with you, and I will bless you. For unto you and unto thy seed, I will give what? All these countries. He said, I will perform what? The oath or the covenant which I have with you, Your father. So God was telling Isaac, "Say, look, the agenda for where you are is poverty for them, for the whole country." But I say you stay. I have a, an agreement with your father to always single you out and bless you. In case you don't know, you are rooted in these same arrangements. You are rooted in it. Now, but somebody say, "Why is it not working for me?" Good, I will show you why. Because most of you are tying your own economy to Nigeria's economy. I say, but Pastor, I earn my money from Nigeria. Exactly, that is your problem. Your thinking. Your eyes must be on your God. Your eyes must be where your God. That thinking that uh, if, if 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 a bear company doesn't prosper, then me to own prosper. They're the one that sponsor me. That thinking is what you must be delivered from. If where I walk they don't have money, I can't have money. Is that thinking that God wants you to change where you think your resource is your source? Your resource is not your source. God is your source. The resource is only carrying whatever the source gave it to give you. You can change source. You can change your resource rather or the or the channel. But God remains your source. Are you here, somebody? Somebody say, but how can these things be? How can? How can? That's a good question. That's a good question. You need to to connect yourself with God. Not with the economy of the country where you are. With God. It's you and God that has arrangement. You and God that has a covenant. He has a promise to you as a person. There was a guy. There was a guy in the Bible. Things were tough in the land in Israel at that time. And the Bible says that the prophet, the king called him, things were so bad they were eating children. They were eating their children. Say, I will eat your child today. Tomorrow, we will eat another person's child. That's how bad things were. And they called the man of God at the time. And the prophet came and he prophesied to them. He said, By this time tomorrow, Ah, it was a big issue. Hunger everywhere in the land, though. And the man of God came. He said, by this time tomorrow, one dollar will be 10 naira. To buy a house will be 200,000 naira. To buy a car will be 50k. To marry a wife will be 7k5. And somebody will say, give me two. Nigerians, that's the way we think. (laughs) Everything will be cheap in the land. That's what the guy said. Ah, the moment he said it, one astute scholar, an astute scholar, and a an intellectual, a a, a professor emeritus of, of economics, a learned fellow. He said, How dare you? <laughs> He said, how can you say that? He said, it's not possible. Now, he made a statement, guys. Watch, watch, watch. This is important. Then the Lord, he was a special advisor to the king on economic matters. Then the Lord, whose hand the king leaned, answered the man of God. Hey, let me tell you, sometimes when you answer the man of God, it's not just the man of God you are answering. You're answering the God of the man. Hey, don't let these internet people drag you to hell. I'm begging you. Because that's their strategy to get you to accuse or fight those men of God. But you must realize it's not them you are fighting. It's the person that sent them you are fighting. He said, the guy answered the man of God. And said, behold, even if God would make windows in heaven, might these things be? Even if God makes me, where else did you see these windows in heaven phrase? Where else did you see it? Tithing, tithing. So this this is happening in Nigeria. Happening today. Even in what is not these titans, not in the Bible, it's not the okay. 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 I always pray a prayer for all those that join us and say, May you be like your mentors. May you be like the people you are following. Most of them can't say amen. Mm. Or you are following. There's a biblical way to follow. Say be followers of them who through faith and patience obtain the promise. See it here. He said, even if they open the windows of heaven, might these things be? And the man of God told him, he said, behold, you will see it with your eyes. But what? You will not eat thereof.' Now, this is what happens every time God brings a word to you. Unknowingly, this thing happens. Every time you receive the word, you partake of it. Every time you say, how can these things be? It's not even possible. Don't you hear that dollar is this thing? Didn't you hear that? If, you, if that is your reaction, they said you, you won't partake of it. So, even though the word has gone forth, it doesn't mean you partake of it. The word of God walking is not always automatic. Are you here, somebody? It's not always automatic. Many people think it's automatic. That if God just says it, it must happen. No, there is a part you must play by receiving the word. If you don't receive it, that word will just fall to the ground. And that's what happens in a lot of people's lives. God brings the word, either through His servants, or He shows you through the word, or whatever way He brings the word to you. And you start to focus on how. How can it happen? It can't even happen. Even if God comes down by Himself, it can't happen. And God will say, You will see it. But you won't partake of it. And that's exactly what happened to this guy. This thing exactly happened the way the man of God said it. And while he was still looking and saying, Ah, 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 it's happening No, They said people that were running came and stepped on him. And he died. So he saw it at he didn't partake. I decree over your life, you will not miss your blessings in the name of Jesus. Every promise, every word of prophecy that has gone over your life, I decree you will be a partaker in the name of Jesus but it happens when you receive it. That's what they told Mary. Mary, They say, blessed is she that believeth, for there shall be a performance. So your believing is what triggers performance. People say, God can just do anything he likes. No, he can but it won't happen. You, you won't partake. That's what I'm saying. If you must partake, you must plug in. So stop joining yourself to the agenda of God for Nigeria. I don't know what God is doing in Nigeria. If you know, you can tell us. Me, I don't know. But I know what God is doing in my life because I have scriptures to support it. You get what I'm saying? I can't say what he's doing for Nigeria. I don't know. Nigeria is just doing one kind, one kind. I don't know what the agenda of God is working. But for me, as a person, I have documents, scripture, to show. And he said, you will be fed. Pass 4, are we? Verse 4 now. Hmm. It said, delight thyself, delight, delight thyself also in the Lord, and He shall do what? Give you the desires of your heart. Verse 5 says, commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Now, if you look at the verse um, 4, most times we read it exactly like this. Delight yourself in the Lord, and God will give you the desires of your heart. This is not really what this um, chapter is saying. In the original original text, what it is saying is that when you delight yourself with the Lord, God will plant desires in your heart. Not that he will give you your own desires. He will plant desires in your heart. By now, you should have known that God doesn't just give you any desire you have in your heart. You should have known that one by now. Just wake up and be desiring somebody's house. (laughs) No, it doesn't work like God is not a magician. What happens is this. He said, God, when you delight in the Lord, God will plant desires in your heart. In other words, the first way, and this is the number one point for this series, the first way God changes your life is by the power of vision. Those desires are just like vision for your life. You just discover you want something. You you feel you should pursue this one thing. Most times, it's God putting that desire because the manifestation already exists. I don't know if somebody's getting what I'm saying. It's the first thing that can change your life. And it doesn't matter where you are. If you delight in the Lord, he will show you where you can be. He will show you how things can be. Do you know what causes depression? Depression is not caused by your present situation. Depression is caused by your lack of your future condition. I'll say that again. Depression is not caused by your present condition. It's caused because you can't see your future condition. I'll still explain that. I need to, just, I need to sink in. Anyone depressed is never depressed because of what they, 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 they are going through right now. They are depressed because they can't see what can be. That's what makes what you are going through worthy of killing yourself over. Do you know two people can be at the same spot? One is excited, one is depressed. The reason is because the one that is excited knows that this is not his end. He can see another thing happening. But the one that is in a present condition thinks there is no way forward. Do you know you can have one million naira and be depressed? Because you can't see it. Somebody has zero Naira, but he's excited. Because he knows this is not the end. It's a lack of hope that kills people. Lack of what? Hope. In 9-11, when um, um, those terrorists bombed those buildings, there were people jumping out of those buildings from 100 and something floor because they didn't see any other way they could live. When people lose hope, they die. They say you can't live a certain amount of days without food. You can't live a certain amount of days without water. But you can't even live for one day without hope. And that is what vision is. A hope for a future. A better future. The first thing God does is to plant desires in your heart. They they will just be like dreams. Like ideas. Like concepts. Like visions. You will just see something better. Even in a crazy country like Nigeria. You are still seeing something. If you don't see that thing, your only option will be to run away. And that's what the average person has as their plan. They can't see. And my prayer for you today is that God will open your eyes to see a better future. You need to see a better picture of your future. Otherwise, you'll be depressed. You'll be tired of life. You'll, be, you'll just be walking like a robot. You are still doing your job, but you are, you are not here. You are there, but not there. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? A picture of a better future. God starts everything with a vision and a dream. That's how he starts everything. Hallelujah. With a picture and a dream. When he wanted to change the children of Israel, wanted to take them from Egypt to the promised land, God first did Manoah approach. Manoah approach was that he just told Moses to go and tell them. And it was the most difficult thing even God himself had ever seen. Because the Bible said it even repented God. That means God himself was tired. That's what the Bible says. Because moving those um, um, 2 million people from Egypt to the promised land and you have not shown them what the promised land looked like. Ah, they were complaining every step of the way. People hold on to what they have when they have not seen what they can have. They hold on to it. So, those same people God wanted to set free, they kept talking about garlic and onions that they were eating in Egypt. Because they didn't know what God was promising them. So, God had to get to a point where He told Moses, Look for 10 of their, I mean, one leader from every tribe, let them come and see the promised land we are talking about. Hallelujah. Because it's a, God, it's a godly principle to see where you are going, it changes you. Your life will never be at its best if you are only stuck with what you see now. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? I'm praying for you that God will open your eyes. Ah, that is where everything changes from. When you can see a better picture. That's where everything changes from. How how do you know if if what you have is a wish or a dream or a real vision? How do you know? It's very simple. When it's a wish, it doesn't change you. It doesn't move you. You still lie down at 11 a.m. and roaming around. When it's a wish... When it's a dream, when it's a God-given vision, you are restless. It changes you today. It changes how you talk. It changes how you dress. It changes how you act. Because you are seeing something, other people might not be seeing it, but it is intoxicating you. They will be telling you you are acting different. And nothing has changed physically yet, but something has changed on your inside. Oh, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Let me paint a picture that you understand. Let me paint a picture that you understand. Who is the banker here? Any banker in the house? Don't be afraid. Just raise your hand. I won't call you out. What people? Okay, thank you. But Nigerians, say who's the banker? I say, make us with the one do first. <laughs> just like that. We're defensive. So imagine any of the guys here. Their first day at the bank. Picture it. Everybody everybody relates to this. First day at the bank. You just got the job. And um, they employ you as whatever. At the basic, basic, most base level. And the owner of the bank, let's say there's a chairman of the bank, he now calls you privately. Your first day at work, he calls you privately and says, you know what? Our plan, the reason why we employed is that one day in the future, you will be the MD of this bank. But don't tell anybody, okay? Are you going to be like every other first um, new? Everything about you will change. You are still a clerk or teller or whatever, but the way you'll be dressing, people are going to say, what's the problem? Teller? Anything? You You are... you are, you, are, you are wearing the company badge logo. Two. You wear two. Your tie is straight. And they say, no be teller, this boy. Will be. But there's a way you are behaving. Because in your mind, you are not a teller. Hey, somebody get what I'm saying. It will change you. That's how you know if you have caught something. It's not how you know what's going on. It's, it's inside you. Your behavior will be different. The way you'll be greeting customers. Good morning, welcome. Because you are the owner of the bank good morning. You. Welcome. How can we help you? Whenever there's a somebody somebody's not doing well, even though it's not your table, you go and assist them to make sure it's done because you want the bank to have a good face. So you cover up any weaknesses even though it's not your table. Yeah, behaving well. Listen, that's still the same way people rise in an organization. Oh, you want to wait for God to come and tell you personally that you will be the member. I can tell you. He said you will be the head. He has already said it. He said it, but you didn't catch it. So you continue behaving like the other tail. The other tails in the office. The day you catch that it was you they made that promise to that you shall be above only. The office of the boss is where it usually is. Above. See, you shall be the head of department. You shall be the head of operations. You shall be the head of whatever department you are in. In the office. You shall be the head. So start behaving it now. If they want to offer you bribe to do one nasty deal, you will not do. Because you know, we don't behave like that here. So we, we so and so bank, are a reputable organization. You are teller to them, but you are MD in your mind. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? It changes you when you catch the vision. It changes you. That's the first thing God does before he can change you. He changes something inside you. That's what happened to Abraham. Abraham wanted just one child. God said, go outside, count the stars. Say, can you number them? He said, no. He said, that's how many children you will have. It was me and you they saw in the stars. Change everything for Abraham. Hey. Changes everything when you catch a vision. And when you catch a vision, like I said, it changes how you behave. Hey, hey, hey. Hey Miss young lady, the reason you are behaving anyhow is you've not seen a big picture of where you are going. What if you find out you are going to be president's wife one day? Will you be giving out the president's property now freely? If you don't understand that's fine what if you yourself you are the governor you're going to be governor one day Will you be exposing the resources of the state? To everyone? You don't understand that too. My brother, you need help. can be exposing the resources of the state. It's a lack of vision. If you knew how great you were meant to be, there are some things you won't do now. Mr. Lofa, young man, by 11 a.m., you are just on Instagram, tying to L and uh, still playing. No work done. If you knew, you are supposed to be building companies. You are busy planning how a girl will come and see you. So of you to be planning how to run your businesses. how you will deceive a girl to come. That you are wasting your head to do. It's a lack of vision. When people don't see, when you don't see a better future, you, you kill yourself in the present. That's the punishment of it. Ask Esau, Esau, Esau. You know Esau? Esau couldn't see a bigger future, so he held on to Asaro. Porridge. He didn't see it. Don't blame him. He didn't see it. You two, you are making transactions now because of things you don't see. He didn't see it. They told him, "Your birthright." He said, "What am I going to use birthright to do?" Hunger won't kill me now. Let me do for one night. Hunger won't kill me now. Because he couldn't see a better future, he was stuck with the sorrow he was given. And do you know what he means today? From the day, from in days of Israel, till today, the, the, his, the way they praise the God of Abraham. Isaac, and Jacob. It should have been the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Esau. He was the firstborn. He sold his porridge. Now, that porridge is, is still around now. Even if it was alive, it would be rotten. That's how some things you are doing will be in a few years from now. But yet, that name is still there. The, name, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Eternally in the Bible. Generations after, they will remember and call the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Where is Esau? Gone forever. I wonder how his own grandchildren will feel. They don't want to associate with him. Grandpa Asaro has disgraced us. That would be his name. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Esau. But he sold it for Bathra. For Asaro, rather. Oh, if you are here and you don't tithe, it's because you don't see it. Don't worry, it's okay, hold it, keep it first until you see it. Let me give you an idea. Imagine if two of us when we're in secondary school, we used to do it. When you and your mate or whatever, you both bring provisions from school, people say, let's join our provisions together and be eating it together so we'll manage it. We used to do those things when we're in boarding school. So let's turn it to money. You and a guy come together and say, let's join our money. If you have one million in your pocket and somebody just come and say, let's join our money and spend it together, you first say, hmm? Because you have one million. You say, hmm? You'll be doing that because you don't know what the person has. The day you see... How much the person has. You ask his accountant how much. Say he has one million dollars. You will be glad to join money with him. The reason you are still holding on this your change is that you have not seen what's in God's hand. You have not seen what's in his hand. To you, to you, this is your small change. is all in all. It's what the whole life and compassion This is your small change that you want to tie. You tie your two legs together. The day you see what the person asking you to join a partnership with him has, you will know that your own is changed. You will gladly join with him. That's what Abraham saw. Why would Abraham be ready to kill his son? Have you ever read it before? Go and read it now. The Bible said, "God to Abraham, bring your son, your only son, whom you love. And the Bible said, the next morning, Abraham woke up early in the morning. Who wakes up early in the morning to go and kill his son? His only son that he waited 25 years for. At his old age, he won't have another one. He carried it gladly. What did he see? He saw that the person inviting him for a partnership can raise the debt. In your mind, God is begging you. In your small mind, God is begging you. In your small mind, God wants to trick you. In your small mind, God wants to deceive you and and, and con you out, 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 out of your small change. Hey, hey, can I tell you something, sir? When you are dead, some of you are saving money for your children. When you are dead, you won't be here. Do you know somebody that will still be here when you are dead? Oh, you don't know who will be here when you are dead? Ah, some people don't know. Oh, sorry. Some people really don't know. You don't know who will be here when you are dead? God will be here. Let me give you an example. Wale, come, 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 Wale, come. Let me give you an example. Those of you that went to boarding school or whatever, you understand what I'm saying? You are about to graduate. But this senior, come now. This senior is still going to be here. You is, if you have a child in that school, as long as this senior is still here, your child is what? Safe. Even though you, you are what? Graduating. You are God, the, the master of the universe that will still be here is inviting you into a covenant. You Your time here is limited. He is here eternally. You, 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 you must be smoking something not to agree. The weed you are smoking is called Morocco. That's what they call it. It's very bad. Stop that one. It's from Delta. If you smoke it... It turns people, some people don't know Morocco is from there, I'm serious. That's what you're smoking, consciously or unconsciously. If somebody that is going to be here eternally, inviting you to a covenant, and this person says his own covenant is to children's children, that's why he appeared to Isaac. Isaac was not there when they made the agreement. Abraham was dead, but God was still keeping the agreement with Abraham for Isaac. Don't you understand it? God, see when God makes you a promise to you forever, He can. So even when you go, he, he doesn't suspend the promise. He will go and look for who is next in line. Oh, come on, somebody! That's what we read today. Isaac was not there when they signed the covenant. Isaac was not even born. But when God came and saw that Isaac was suffering, God appeared. You see, you are saving money for your children. You don't even know what your children will face in their own time. I'm not saying it's not good to work hard. No, but the main thing you leave for them is an understanding of the agreement you and God had. It's better. You don't know what the challenge you're going to face. You might save money for them and find out they have an incurable disease. So how much money is going to help them? But if they have a legacy of God, God can heal any disease. Somebody get what I'm saying? What if you save all the naira in this world for them and find out that by the time you die, one, one naira is, um, um, one dollar is, is, is 10 billion naira. So you left what you left for them is one dollar. Because if they had told our parents' parents that the time will come, that one dollar will be 360 naira, they would never believe it. Some of you were alive when the dollar was literally under 200 naira. Am I correct? Some of you were alive then. If they had told you that time, that a time is going to come, that dollar will be 360, you would never believe. So me and you can never know how much dollar will be better than our children. So if you like saving all you want to save, and let's imagine you even go and save in dollar. The time dollar was never the greatest currency. Maybe by the time you finish saving for them, and by the time they grow, Nigeria cannot become richer than... So they have to start buying Naira. The best thing to live for them is the covenant you have with God. That's the best thing. That's the best thing. So, and when God enters that covenant with is for your whole lineage. No, it doesn't stop with you because you can die but he must keep his word. So Abraham had died. Isaac was going through a tough time. God appeared to him. He didn't call God. God came. God must keep his covenant. God said, you know what? Don't worry. Stay here. He said, because of what I promised your father. Not you. Not you. You don't know what's going on, but you, hey, see, let me tell you in advance for free. My children will be blessed. Watch them. If your, if your children are single now, please start booking to marry my children. They will be blessed. I can tell you that because I, I know how I've worked with God. No, I'm too sure. They will be blessed. Whatever they do, we prosper. It's not even because of them. It's because of me. And I, I, I know this from the Bible. I'm not bragging. It's from the Bible. Because the God we serve is a covenant-keeping God. He came to Isaac. Isaac was not there. He said, look, it's fine. I'll bless you. The same thing happened to Jacob. Jacob had a terrible boss. He was working for Lebanese people. He was working for Leban. Sorry. It's Leban. It's Leban. It's Laban. It's Laban. It's Laban. <laughs> he was working for Leban. The guy was doing anyhow. God came there too and still blessed him because of the covenant of his father. Until today, all Jews, anywhere in the world, are blessed more than anybody they are with. It's still the same Abrahamic covenant. Now, you see the thing about the covenant, even though they they are not plugged into the New Testament, but still. Oh, do you know why Arabs are blessed? Because people say, but Arabs are blessed. Very simple. In case you don't know, Arabs too are children of Abraham. Abraham prayed for his son Ishmael, and God said, "You know, he's not really in the plan, but because of you, I'm going to also bless him." So, if you don't know these things, it's in the Bible there. You don't read it. You only read this Easter blog. It's in the Bible there. It's the same covenant God had to honor Abraham. Abraham prayed for Ishmael. See, when you are in a covenant with God, He can't He can't tell you no, because He Himself has told you, "Ask me anything." He cannot be saying, "Mm," "No." He's too big for that nonsense. He said, ask me. So Abraham said, hey man, um, Ishmael is not my, my, my full child, but he's still my child. He's still my seed. And this blessing is to my seed. So he said, God, how are we going to do it? God said, oh, you know, I don't know if you can find it. God said, oh, he said, as for Ishmael, he's not really there. or oh, He's not the main person, but as for him, since you've brought him up. As for him, he said, I have what? Heard you. I've heard you really, He's not in the original design, no. Oh, but since you have asked, and I can't resist, I can't do this thing without my friend Abraham. He said, he, said, he, said, he said, I've heard. He Say, behold, I have also what blessed him. And we make him what? Fruitful. Are you seeing Arab blessing? He said, and I will multiply him what? Exceedingly. Say, twelve princes shall he what? Begat. And I will make him what? A greatness. But somebody doesn't know that. He said, What's our Christianity? Even Arab, you don't understand that they are still there drinking from the part of it. You, you have the main thing. If you're going to leave any heritage for your children, it's better to leave, leave him in the hands of the person that will be here when you are gone. He will take care of them. He's too big. And guess what? You, you will even be with God in heaven, discussing with him. Say, God, see my children. What are we going to do? God says, oh, fine, I got them. I got them. I got this. I got this. I got this. Hallelujah. somebody understand what I'm saying, guys? So, when that God is inviting you into a covenant, you are opposing he said, bring you the tithes into this. I He said, hmm, it's not that He do not even understand what the covenant carries. Well, you can sit down. Thank you. Did somebody understand it? So don't, 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 don't hold tight to what you have. It's small compared to what the person you, that you are dealing with has. It's better for us to join our money. Let's join our money, Lord. We are together. I take care of your bride. You take care of my own bride. Take care of your family. You take care of my family. You don't understand? Even mafia, they understand it. Take care of your family. You take care of when you pay the tithes, You are taking care of God's family. That's God's house. And he too said, there will be meat in your own house too, as long as there's meet in my house." Hi, hey, how do somebody even see this invitation and be arguing first? I don't even know. You need to come. You need to teach me how you see an invitation of a big man like this, called the Almighty God, and you are debating. You are checking kobo and Naira and kobo. Is it? I want to pay the to the, the last two kobo. Oh, man. Watch my kids, though. Very blessed. Not shocked at all. So, God drops a vision in your heart. The vision must change you. I'll close here. We'll continue from next week. When that vision comes, I don't know if you can read it, but time is gone. When that vision comes, God is saying, look, I'm the one that will bring it to pass. I just need you to agree and to cooperate, then I will bring it to pass. He said, commit your way to the Lord. Wait patiently. Waiting is one of the proofs that you are in faith. You are not hustling. You are not rushing. You are doing what you need to do, but you are patient, and you are conscious. You are not plugged into Nigeria's economy. Forget all these things. Don't follow what they are saying. Nigeria is going through its own agenda and program with God. Sad. Sad all our government people, their major problem is that they too are not seeing far. It's a lack of foresight, lack of vision. All they are seeing is how much you want to live for their children. Because some of them, at the age where they are, and they're stealing stealing, there's no way they are planning to spend this money. It's their children they are thinking about. It's a lack of vision. Do you know the doors just having the surname of Mandela can open for you? Presidents were dragging and honored to take picture with Mandela. Even long after he had stopped being president. Is there any of our leaders that you know about? Past or present. That reasonable countries are eager to take picture with. Have you known anyone? They, 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 in their mind, this their money is they are the one who steals the biggest thing in life. They don't understand that. They, they can eat this money today, but they are, none of them are regarded. In countries that are saying no, nobody regards them. Till tomorrow, man... Hundred years from now, in the history of, of the world, they will still talk about Mandela. Which of your presidents are we going to talk about five years from now? Which of them? It's vision that they don't have. They don't have vision. The eating they want to eat today is the only vision they have. It's the same Esau spirit. That Asa now, that Assaro that Esau ate. Where is it today? Of what value is it today? Even if they kept it in the freezer. How many people will eat it? That's what our people are doing. Money everywhere, in banks, in different places. Who will remember them? Nobody. But the heroes, the real heroes will still be remembered. I pray God will open your eyes. You will catch a vision of your business. You will catch a vision of your career. You will catch a vision of your family. Ah, I don't have time to go into it. You need to, God, God needs to open your eyes. Can you just bow your heads wherever you are and just talk to God. Say, Lord, open my eyes. Let me, let me see a better picture. What the cause the of your frustration is because you are looking at your present. Your present might not look good, I agree. So don't, don't focus on it. Let God bathe in you desires from heaven. That is what will motivate you. That is what will keep you going. When you have pictures, pictures of how your company can be, pictures of how, of how your business can be, how your career can go, pictures of the kind of family you will have, the kind of children you will have. Oh, <laughs> Mahanadadabasuta. Hey! A vision of how God will take care of your children even when you are not here. A vision of how God will still bless them. How God will still bless them. Your covenant with God doesn't end with you. It continues generations. Oh, thank you, Lord. Don't be like that astute scholar that said, how can these things be? Instead, begin to say, I receive and I believe that every word that the Lord has spoken will manifest in my life. I will see it and I will partake of it. I will see it I will partake of it. Lord, I know you will keep your covenant with me. My, res- my, my, my finances are plucked to you and not to Nigeria's economy. I pluck to you, oh God. It's you I look to. I refuse to fret myself. I refuse to panic because of people making money through evil means. I refuse to envy people that are stealing other people's money. I refuse to envy fraudsters. I refuse to envy 419 people. I refuse to en- envy women that are sleeping around for money. No! I will wait on you, O God. It is your blessing that makes rich and adds no sorrow. I am an For those that have never paid tithe in your life, you don't believe in tithing that is what it is, an invitation to partner with God Lord we, we wake up our minds to partner with you we can never have more than you have we will partner with you just like Abraham paid tithe, he was in honor of the covenant Lord we will honor our covenant with you Dear married woman, if your husband is the type that eats his tide, it's not about two of you. What of your if you don't like your husband, if you don't like your church, what of your kids? What of your kids? Which legacy are you going to leave for them? You are eating the money. The, 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 the tight money you are eating, you are spending it here. It's not more than beer. I'm suya that you eat with it. What of your legacy of your children? Tell your husband, cry on his neck if you need to fast. If you need to, he can't be the type that, that, that operates under Esau. He has to start preaching on that Jacob. In case you don't know, Jacob, Petites is It's in the book of Genesis. Jacob, petite is there. Know everything I'll read for you. If your husband is behaving like Esau, pray for him. Cry for him tonight. That we can't run this. Both of us will not be here forever. Who will take care of these kids? Let's live in a way that the grace of our own lives will also benefit them. That's what to live for them. You don't know the problem they will face in their time. I don't know. It might not be economic at all. It might be something totally different. But the covenant we carry with God, we speak. Oh, man. In the name of Jesus. As all heads about. please, if you are in this service today, if you are in this service today and you are not born again, all these things we are saying doesn't even concern you at all you must first even come into the family. If you are here and you have not given your life to Jesus and you want to give your heart to Jesus today, you want to give me the honor and the privilege of leading you to Jesus and praying with you. As all heads are bowed, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. Please raise up your right hand. All heads bowed, you are here. You want to give your heart to Jesus. Please raise up your right hand quickly so that I can pray with you today. You want to say, Pastor, lead me to Jesus. Pray with me. Thank you. Raise your right hand. Raise your right hand. Wherever you are, please. Wherever you are, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you are joining us, please raise your right hand. I want to see who I'm praying with. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. I can see some hands. If you want to join us, please. If you want to join us, please raise your right hand. Raise your right hand. You want to be you want to be honest enough, say, I'm not born again. Pastor, can you lead me to Christ? It will be an honor for me to pray with you and lead you to Jesus today. Please, if your hand is raised up, please can you stand? Can you stand? If your hand is raised up, please stand. Please stand. Don't be ashamed. Stand. Stand, 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 stand. Stand. Don't be ashamed. Stand. 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 Put your hand on your chest wherever you are. Thank you. Thank you. thank. Any other person can stand with us. Let's pray quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Say after me, Lord Jesus. Those of you standing, yes, thank you. There are more people joining us. If you want to join us, quickly stand. Thank you. Thank you. I'm waiting for you. If you want to join us, quickly stand. Let's pray together. It's an honor for me. It's an honor and a great privilege to be the one leading you to Jesus this special day. Uh, By the time all of us die and go, we'll be together in heaven and you'll be able to remind me that I was the one that prayed with you in such a day in May in 2019. So if you want to join us, quickly stand. Let me give you one more minute, please. Stand, 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 stand. Let's pray. All right. If you're standing, please, your hand on your chest. I want you to repeat these words after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you today as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me my sin. Wash me with your blood. I receive the grace to serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Father. I am born again. In Jesus' mighty name. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080 777 14411 or 080 777 14412. Or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org. David's Christian Center Home a victorious people.